Hey, before we get started with today's episode, I just want to quickly let you know that if you DM me the word audit on Instagram, that's at Ken Westgar, we'll do a quick 15-minute audit of your launch. And by the end of the audit, you'll know exactly where to put your focus in order to grow and scale your next launch. So like I said, DM me the word audit on Instagram, and I'll talk to you soon. This is the Oh My God, I'm Launching Podcast, and today I am talking to Nikki Omara, and she is a brand messaging expert. And we talk about how you can stand out from the competition and connect with your audience. Obviously, when we think about brand, and we talked about this on the podcast before, you know, it's not about the font, the colors, and that kind of stuff, but this is specifically the messaging in a way we speak of our brand to the audience. There's a huge uh, important part here where you need to finding what makes you different. That is what matters. Being authentic, obviously. Sharing your story. And obviously having a plan with all this so you don't just do this without any reason or plan. So yeah, let's listen to the episode. Have you launched your online course with great success? Or maybe you launched totally tank and you just want to curl up and cry. Well, it really doesn't matter. Hi, my name is Ken Westgar, and I'll help online course creators and membership site owners creating the most fun and profitable launches without having to go it alone. In this podcast, we talk about all kinds of launches. You'll get tons of valuable insights and fun stories that highlights the dramatic ups, downs, failures, and success that comes from being in launch mode. This is the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. All right, welcome to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. I'm your host, Ken Westgar, and today I have someone from Australia. And this time, usually people in Australia have to get up really early to speak to me on the podcast, but this time I'm the one who's getting up early. Welcome, Nikki. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Ken. It's a, it's a nice uh, nice afternoon here. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's a nice morning here <laughs> for once. <laughs> no, but I really appreciate that we managed to find a time. Uh, it's not also always easy with... Uh, you guys in Australia, for some reason, you kind of always end up at the wrong side of my time. So, but yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now it, it is like that living in Australia. It is hard to connect with a number of, <laughs> a number of different countries, but we always make it work, which is great, which, you know, that's the bonus of being able to work online. But you guys are getting used to it, I would assume. <laughs> oh, we're a hundred percent used to it. So it's, I think we probably adapt very well to all these things because we're so far away from everything, which in yeah. times like this is actually really good. You guys are doing pretty good with the COVID, but uh, are you on lockdown again right now? No, only no? Uh, one city. One, one city. city. In, okay. Yeah. Well, that's so, pretty good. Yep. So no, I'm in Queensland and yeah, we haven't been in lockdown since March uh, yeah. 2020. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Happy with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're not here to talk about COVID or anything no. like that. We are here to talk about brand messaging. And in your case, we're talking about um, standing out because that's your business is simply stand out marketing, right? That's the one. That's the one. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, but before we get into all of that, I would love for you to introduce yourself, you know, let us know who you are, who you help and how you help people. Okay. So. I'm the founder of Simply Stand Up Marketing. I'm a marketing communication strategist who has actually spent the past 25 years helping to grow hundreds of businesses, a lot in Australia, but also quite a number around the world as well. So I work with small business owners primarily uh, to help them really stand out and create thriving businesses 
that I want businesses to be able to change their lives with being able to grow. And the work I do with them now is uh, with powerful messaging and really captivating content um, and also high-performing strategic marketing as well. Yeah, messaging is like in launching or in business general, actually. It's like the foundation of everything that you do because if you want kind of nail down your messaging, everything will be so much easier. Oh, absolutely. And look, I, as I said, I started out in marketing a long time ago. So 25 years ago and everything has Ooh. changed so dramatically. <laughs> a, lot <has> <laughs> a lot of, a lot's changed in the last five years, let alone the last yeah. 25 years. But look, so true. throughout my career, the thing that I've discovered that most businesses, whether they be micro businesses or, you know, solopreneurs up to even, you know, small, medium-sized businesses, the three biggest mistakes that they make that have the biggest impact on on their success and on their income would be their brand messaging would be number one that I see time mm-hmm. and time again. Um, the other would be missing out on opportunities and wasting money on marketing because they don't have Uh, you know, a solid marketing strategy or a plan that actually drives what they do. Um, Mm -hmm. And also not asking for help by whether that's, yeah, getting, getting people in who are experts or actually having, employing someone who works with you. So they're the three big things that 25 years later, I can tell you time and time again, are the biggest drivers of success. Um, because so much money is wasted on marketing. It's just not funny. Yeah. You need to kind of do the groundwork first before they start marketing or spending money on marketing. Mm, Absolutely. Without a doubt. Uh, But I want to hear from you. What do you think or what do you mean by saying that people need to stand out? Let's start with that first. To stand out, a lot of people have, like there are some amazing products and programs and services out there like just incredible but through people's marketing they're not standing out so they're not being different they're trying to either be the same as looking at other competitors and going I want to be just like them they're making a million dollars or they're making you know ten million dollars or a hundred thousand dollars whatever it happens to be your goal you Mm. look at the big guys and they try to often emulate what they're doing and instead of standing out and being themselves standing for something standing because that's pretty scary especially you know I will totally agree as you know working for myself it's terrifying to put yourself out there and for a lot of people not for everyone um so you really you you need to stand out to be able to connect with your people um, you need to be different. You need to, and I'm not talking about crazy. You, know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be all crazy. Yeah, I agree. No, 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 no. You Absolutely. can still be yourself. I mean. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You need to be yourself. Um, yeah. I always look at the um, the analogy of to, you know, back in grade, say year two, back in school in grade two, you always, if you wanted a lot of friends, you actually had to be one of the kids you had to try and be like them if you wanted to be friends with a cool kid you you would change who you were to try and fit in with everyone else that's absolutely the opposite of what we want you to do 
Uh, as a business we don't want you to fit in we want you to actually you know shout out from the from the rooftops this is who I am this is what I stand for um there are lots of of different things probably the first thing that people need to look at um to build a standout brand is their people so their audience their customers their prospective customers um the most important people that they could ever or the most important thing that they could do is to know their people inside out sort of who they are mm-hmm. are they um a lot of people go oh, i target mums in mm-hmm. in a country in a certain country or but you know mums is the most enormous a market in the world yeah. and they don't i was just having a conversation with um with another lady the other day and she said that Mothers don't want, typically mothers don't want, you know, your pink slippers and your pink dressing gown for, for Mother's Day. There's this whole other brand. So it might be, um, who are they? It could be a mum of two to three kids under the age of five. They work full time. They worry about spending enough quality time with their kids and they'll pay extra for convenience and time saving. They're based in large cities in the US and they travel a lot for work. Like you really mm-hmm. need to get down to that nitty gritty of who are my, I, I don't want, I don't believe in the choosing one person and, and choosing an avatar because it always makes me sort of pretend. I don't want to pretend in marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's who are these people get in their head of who do they aspire to be? What do they value? Um, Someone who values their time is probably going to pay a bit more money for something for a convenience or a luxury. Whereas someone who only values money is not going to spend that extra. So they might, um, you know, they'll want a, a lower price, but they're prepared to have less quality. Or there, there are so many things that you need to look at with regards to their values. You know, do they value their family or their pets or their you know, love relationships? There's so many different things. And they look at their problem. What is, have you know, have you ever asked, you know, what's the biggest struggle that they have at the moment? What's their biggest challenge? Because that will be, you know, one of the big things that you need to put through your messaging, through all your marketing. Um, You also look at the results and the transformation that they're looking for. What do they want? And in their words, uh, Mm -hmm. you also look at their objections to purchase. So why don't they want to purchase from you? Um, Mm. What's stopping them and what can, you know, what are the words you can use to get over that? And then lastly, what does success and what does failure look for like for them? So it's a lot of information that you've got to get. And I know so many people, and look, I was one of these people as well, didn't ever, I didn't mind doing it for clients. I love doing it for clients, but I hated doing it for myself. <laughs> um, is actually ringing, you know, phoning your clients and saying, having questions, you know, just a couple, just say three or four questions for them and finding out, in their words, I actually, I record, I have to tell them obviously, um, record what they're saying and transcribe it. So on things like Zoom mm-hmm. is fantastic and you transcribe it and you actually get their words that you can use within your marketing. Um, so the more specific you can get uh, with their 
with who your audience is, their values, their language, what they like, wake at night worrying about uh, mm-hmm, does mm-hmm. make selling so much easier because the more you know them, the better you can connect with them and engage with them. And it, you know, those few, those few moments or those few hours of uncomfortable phoning them to ask them research questions just makes your life so much easier. Audience is probably one of the best ones that um, if you do that well, and it doesn't have to take forever, it, um, yeah, will make your life a lot easier. And, you know, you mentioned something about you know, being kids and you need to kind of go with the flow and to be one of the cool kids. But we also know that as we grow up, we learn more about ourselves. We learn how to actually be who we are supposed to be. Um, and I think that is somewhat related to business as well, because we kind of, you know, we start out, like you said, looking at all these experts and gurus out there and, you know, try to mimic them and do what they do. But after a while, we start to see that you kind of, you're missing out on being who you're really supposed to be. Oh, absolutely. And you really have to be you. So especially for a lot of your audience uh, who are launching programs, it, it is about you as a person, even though it's, it is, but it's not. It's a very fine line because you it's really important you shine a light on your differences. And I'm not just saying about you personally, I'm talking about more so the brand, the your the brand's identity that you're actually selling. So you need to stand for something. So what is your mission? There's a lot mm-hmm. of businesses that don't actually have a mission statement. Um, what are your values that reflect who you are and what you stand for? I actually did this. Um, I took a couple of days and I went away all by myself. It was really beautiful. And, <laughs> and I rewrote our mission and values, which was just fantastic thing to do. I really enjoyed doing it because I couldn't do it just sitting in my office because I don't, you know, I always working for someone else rather than <laughs> yeah, my and, own. You know, writing out something like that is a little bit more bigger than just you sitting in the office. It's, you know, yeah, it's bigger. Yeah. You need the space to think. And, uh, and it was, it was really good. I enjoyed the process of doing it and I made myself Mm -hmm. do it. I hadn't ticked off. I had a box that I had to tick off of, of everything I had to do. So I came out with a mission. So our new mission is to empower brands to stand out and get results because growing their business will change their life. Mm -hmm. So that's now on my wall to remind me every single day what why I do what I do Mm -hmm. and to stand out I think it's really important that you do actually have that mission um up on your wall so you know what you're aiming for every day um with regards to differences uh your differentiation is essential you need to be really original and give mm-hmm. people, you know, there are, doesn't matter what business you're in, it's very unlikely that you are so unique that no one else has thought of it. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, yeah, it's true. <laughs> but, that sounds really harsh, but it's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't be in business. It doesn't mean no. that you're not going to be successful. It just means that you need to 
stand for something. You need to give people a really compelling reason to choose you. So they need... Instead of being one of a million, you're just being one of uh, maybe a thousand, maybe a hundred people. Yeah. And and look, there are, uh, if you look at... Uh, people in the same industry as me doing marketing there I would hate to think how many people there are however <laughs> I am not the right person for everyone that you know the the other marketers in my city they're not going to be the right person for every single person so that's where yeah. your connection comes through uh, that's where you have to look for well these are my values and this is my mission and this is um, so we're very results focused so that uh, is very important to some people but I don't want everyone and neither should anyone else you don't want everyone as your as your client because that's a disaster so I mean they can look at I write down because I do this for a lot of businesses and I actually get a piece of paper and write a list of every single thing that makes a business different to their competition so you have to know your competition and know Mm -hmm. what they stand for and then it's a matter of just writing down a big list is there a problem within their industry that you solve uh, that you solve that no one else does. It could be a convenience or time saving. It could be a personalized service problem. Uh, it, there are just so many little things that you you will have heard your clients talk about and go, oh, I hate. Uh, so say with my beautician, I love my beautician, but I can't stand mm-hmm. that I can't book online. So it just happens to be that I am loyal to them and I've been there for years. So I won't I won't go and change. However, if I was a new customer, absolutely I would change and go somewhere else. Yeah. Looking at those things, what you know, problems within the industry. Also, you might do things, you might have a better process or might have better expertise, could be your values or your customer service. There are a lot of different reasons. Uh, and it can't be you've got a different logo or a different, you know, you've got a nicer looking website. Uh, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to cut it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so they're the things that you need to really be original and really shine a light on the things that make you different and write them down. So for everything that I do, I write it down because otherwise – I don't know about anyone else, but otherwise I forget. And it's there's so much that goes through our heads and we have so many things on our to-do list. If it doesn't get – if it's important and it doesn't get put written down, then I just forget it. Yeah. And then find it 12 months later when I'm going through something. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, that was, that was it. Mm. Yeah, that was a really good idea that I had. Oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> But is this all part of the brand messaging or is brand messaging something else in your eyes? This all leads to the brand messaging. So um, Mm. knowing your audience and your differentiation will play a big part in everything from your brand messaging 
but also in the offer that you give people in your content that you create because your differentiation and and knowing the problems that you solve for your people, they will be the things that will help you create content that they will be able to relate to and engage with. So it's those two things, uh, sorry, the audience and your differentiation, they're big picture stuff. They will affect everything that you do with your marketing. Um, Your brand messaging, absolutely, because it goes through everything. It goes from your social media to your website to everything you do will affect brand messaging. Mm. Um, But with your brand messaging, you know, you can have the best product or service around but if your messaging doesn't speak your audience's language and if you're not addressing their problems and their doubts and the transformation that they're looking for, the thing is that they're not going to pay any attention to you because we get, uh, what is it, 5,000, a conservative estimate is you see 5,000 marketing messages a day. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> That's a lot. Which it's phenomenal. And you, you're... <laughs> Because we have worked primarily on you know the subconscious, it yeah. just filters everything out. So you will see messages, you will, you know, everything from the cereal box to driving downtown. It is just phenomenal the amount of information that we just absorb, let alone going through, you know, scrolling through Facebook or Instagram or or YouTube. It's just always in our face. And if it doesn't catch someone's attention, they just won't even see it. Um, so as you said, your brand messaging is the foundation of all of your marketing and all of your communication. So it's that important. It's the words you use to communicate who you are, what you do, your value, uh, your unique selling points. So your differentiation, and it also has the problems, solutions, and results your audience achieve. And all of this information all gets put into a couple of, I generally say it's usually a tagline and about two sentences that help you stand out. So Mm. it's a lot of information in two sentences. And (laughs) so it's not a quick thing to do. It's, It's something that you need the space and you need the time, but you really, really need to make it. Um, a priority for your business because if you want to stand out and you want people to see you and connect with you, it's you just have to do it. It doesn't matter how much advertising you do. Um, if you're not connecting with your audience, you're not connecting with your audience. It's just that's why Facebook makes so much money um, mm-hmm. and so many people have problems with fa- Facebook ads because they just can't connect. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so, I mean, some things, you know, you need to take the information that you find about your audience and and develop a, a couple of sentences. And I I have a formula that, that I use. Everyone's got their own formula, really, and it does work that, you know, you're actually looking for all of the key elements. You're looking for who to put in those, sorry, to put in those two sentences. Who are your people? What's their problem? They're external and they're internal. So internal is a very big driver. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the solution the, that you offer that people are looking for? 
the transformation, um, what does failure look for look like for them? Because you don't want them, you know, people don't want to fail. And if you say, this is what will happen if you don't fix this, people go, oh, oh, okay. Um, and then objections, your values and differentiation. So those, what are we looking at? Eight things all go in, all go in there. And it does take, I generally write them all down and then make it work. <laughs> it's, I mean, you can come up with a, you know, you should go X, Y, Z, but to me it does, it's not quite that simple to do. You have to make it work for you and how yeah. your audience talks. And that's um, probably why it's so difficult as well because it, it needs to work for you. And um, I think also probably one of the biggest things for people is that they think they have to nail this right now. It has oh. to be like perfect. <laughs> but the thing is with messaging as you know, that's what I've learned at least is that it just keeps on evolving and changing and getting better and better. So it really doesn't have to it just, you need to just get started. Absolutely. And you will always, I've just changed mine. So my, yeah. my messaging has just been changed and it will go up um, on my new website, you know, in the next couple of weeks. But, yeah. and it is as a marketer. I will change my, I will tweak it and go, yeah, that's not quite right or that doesn't quite resonate. And everyone needs to just take a step. It's not going to be perfect. Um, but doing, taking action is so much better than, than doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and no one's going, I don't know. It's one of those funny things where you go, oh, but I want to get it right. And I was always one of those people <laughs> that, <laughs> I always wanted to get it right. But then I yeah. went, you know what? There's no such thing as perfect. I just have to take a step, do it. And, you know, how bad can it be? What could possibly go wrong? It's not going to make my business explode. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> so I just got to do it and, you know, and I'll get closer and closer. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, one good way of thinking about it, I always find, is think about if someone comes up to you at a function, at a party, and says, you know, what what does your business do or what do you do? Think about what you would say because most people would say something along the lines of, um, we design organic kids' clothing or I'm a business coach who works with ambitious uh, ambitious women, um, or they could say something like, "I run online fitness classes for mums and babies," mm-hmm. and then you just have to think: Is that something that is going to, you know, how is that going to affect the person that I'm talking to? Are they going to turn around and go, "Oh my, that's really that's I really have been looking for that for so long," or I know my my friend is going to love what you do. I'm going to send them your website, things along those lines. So you need to think about it that. And then say let's consider what an online cooking course owner might say when you ask them, you know, what do they do? Most would answer something along the lines of I run a, you know, online cooking courses for busy mums or busy dads. Think, has that grabbed your attention? Most would say no. Mm-hmm. Instead, you know, what if they said something along the lines of most working dads are struggling to find time to cook healthy meals for their family every night 
or on the weekends when it's their turn to cook. You know, we create time-saving gourmet recipes with ingredients in your pantry so that you can spend more fun time with your family every weekend. Mm. That's more likely to connect with yeah. You people and I mean, have a little bit more passion to that, and then yeah. you, you can feel it. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's not the perfect uh, example, no, but, but it's, it's a lot better. Yeah, yeah. So if you just really you want to captivate people, but you want to make it very clear. Very, it has to be clear and it has to be captivating. They're the two main things because if people, if you use fancy words in there, um, or you know those beautiful extravagant words, people just don't get it. Yep. <laughs> and, then, yes. and then you've lost them. I know have I don't know how many times I've gone to the source and kind of looked at words and tried to see what I can find. <laughs> was, yeah, to see if there's something creative that I can use, but you know, you always fall yeah. back to something classic and something that people can understand. Well, at the end of the day, you you really have to oh look, I spend a lot of time in the thesaurus, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, there's but, more of us, I know. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Online <laughs> thesaurus every day. But um look, it's it's more those those emotive, you know, the uh we live in the ex- we're bu- we build exquisite buildings. It's like, well, what mm-hmm. does that mean? Um, it's, there are so many people trying to be really fancy and make things sound incredible. Whereas if they were really clear, this is exactly what we do. This is why we do it. This is who it's for. It takes, you want people to not have to think about it because the less they have to think the quick, you know, the more likely they are to go, Ooh, Oh, okay. That's actually, that's me. I get Mm -hmm. what you're talking about. Um, so yeah, so, I mean, if your brand's message appeals to your customers, to their subconscious, um, and your subconscious, there's needs like, you know, we have needs like power, love, freedom, uh, knowledge and security. I think they're probably about the five main sort of emotions that we have. And if you can Get what you're saying to, you know, elicit the right emotion. It can actually influence their behavior and that's what mm. you're looking for. So, yeah, think about the subconscious needs and the emotions because the companies that see the really big success, they understand the internal problems and the feelings and emotions that their customers actually experience rather than just um, a lot of businesses just talk about the you know, it could just be the problem, but it could be the external problem. Or they just talk about the product and the benefits, which was a very old way of doing things that just doesn't work mm-hmm. today when there's so much noise. Um, so if they use this in their marketing, you know, together with all of these other things, it can just make the biggest difference to them. I couldn't agree more. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh- but have you, I mean, I've heard a few people started talking about, um, you know, shifting perspectives and, you know, talking about topics that might be uh, what is called uh, thought reversal mm. topics. Yep. Is that something that you see start coming out more and more? Yes. In messaging? Yep. Absolutely. Thought reversal is such an important thing and that's part of standing out because there is so much content out there today whether it be Mm -hmm. on podcasts or blog sites or um on social media if 
you can use thought reversal to change people's perspective. Um, I use it with mine in terms of I look at, I think one of mine is, okay, most, say most small businesses think that um, social, you know, social media is the way, only way to grow their business. Um, mm. And then you go through, well, that's not true because of all of these reasons. And thought reversal is fantastic because it does make people stop and think and go, oh, I do agree, rather than just going, yeah. this is a how to grow your business. Because I would have a guess that there's probably about, I don't know, 100,000 articles on how to grow your business, uh, <laughs> if not more. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, so it that and that's where I was talking about. You really need to stand for something. You need to stand up and stand out. Um, and thought reversal. Probably the best person, uh, Brandon Lucero, does really great thought reversal. Yeah, uh, no, Brandon Lucero. Oh, Lucero. Yes, sorry. Lucero. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he's really yeah. good at that. Yep, I think he's probably the best. I've I've learnt um, some good techniques from him, and mm. he would definitely be the master um, of thought reversals that I know of. And and I listen, I listen to him, and he's got a great podcast as well. Yeah, but it, it is interesting that you say you know once you kind of go out with that thought reversal, people will say that they agree with you because they kind of actually had that idea of themselves, but they don't want to believe it because nobody's telling them that until you came along and said, you know, it is actually just the way you are thinking. Oh, absolutely. And that's the case for so many different industries. I, from a marketing industry point of view, I get really, really cranky (laughs) with, (laughs) with there's so much misinformation out there and a lot Mm -hmm. of misconceptions out there. And yeah, so for me, thought reversals are quite easy because there is so much bad information out there that people are, you know, going along with and understanding. Um, and I think that's the same if you look at, at so many industries, if you look at, um, you know, what you do with the launching side of things or even with food, um, exercise, you name it, there is thought reversals to be had that can make you stand out. And the other thing would be the other part of standing out well, to make it much easier to stand out is the marketing planning side of things. So being really strategic about where you spend your money and what you do because at the end of the day, marketing is like a machine. So you need to have, you know, there's no point in just having a website without having your brand messaging right and without having some photos that aren't stock photos and mm. you know that show what you that show who you are and talk about you and your story and having the content so i always say to people a 90 day marketing plan is a really great idea because a 12-month marketing plan is fantastic and that's what, you know, that's what, that's what I write all the time. However, mm-hmm. for an individual writing one, a 90-day marketing plan is the best because you need to be able to say these. So I have a, a marketing, a free marketing planner um, 
that I give away. And on there, it has all of the everything, all the elements on there of what is your messaging? Who are your people? Um, you know, where is this? What are your goals? Why do you need to achieve them? What will, what will it get you? Uh, and then look at, okay, this for the next three months, I need to concentrate on building my, you know, my marketing funnel. So looking at, um, lead generation, you know, doing a lead generator and one set of, uh, email automations or something along those lines, just to Mm. break it up because we're all trying, we all get stuck in this thing of let's do everything at once. And, oh my God, I can't do it. And everyone else seems to have this stuff and, but I don't. And, and it is really tough when you've got 20 million people saying you've got to do everything and you've got to do it now. And then you don't do anything. So I always look at it in terms of, okay, what's the customer journey? So where do you, uh, how are you raising awareness? So I put in four, four columns. Um, what are the marketing things that you're doing to raise awareness? Um, so it could be advertising. Um, it could be your lead generator. It could be, uh, it could be so many things, you know, public relations or media, uh, your social media, things along those lines. And then that feeds into consideration. So if people know about you, what do they do next? So they'll go through to your website. And so where will they go to? So what's the call to action on that, that you can then get them onto your email list, which will then be, say, a nurture series. And then there'll be the sales, you know, what happens on the sales side of things? What marketing will you do there? And then in retention. So you've got Mm -hmm. awareness, consideration, uh, sales and retention. And then you just go, this is what I need to work on. So there's no point in working on retention if you haven't got a lot of people coming through at awareness or, you, you know, if you're missing a link, you, um, it doesn't work very well. So, so that would be, you know, and then you can keep building it bit by bit. Um, and then you'll see that that growth come through. If you've got those clear priorities and you don't get off course by going, oh, wow, Clubhouse is new. I've got to get on that, um, mm. when, <laughs> which so many people did. But oh, they, it was one of them. I, uh, I had to check it out, obviously, but <laughs> I deleted the account. It wasn't something for me. So, yeah, the hype is I over for me. That's all right. I set it up too and looked at it and just went, okay, I don't need another thing. Uh, (laughs) no but it's Um, interesting though because i saw somebody talking about um this in one of my facebook groups um i think it was business by design and she was wondering you know if she had to be on or or which platforms would she need to be on she has a podcast blah blah and the conclusion came to that she doesn't really need to be anywhere else she can just have the podcast and have an email list and that that's it she doesn't really have to have anything else Nope. But and you, you need to figure out what kind of works for you. And that's going back to what we started talking about, you know, putting yourself first in, well, the contradiction, obviously, of thinking about yourself. Yes. You... But, but also thinking about uh, where your audience is. It might be obviously, a case yeah. of you love Facebook, but your audience <laughs> are all over on Instagram. So yeah. it's going to be hard. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you need to get off Facebook. And I mean, I say, Build up from a social media point of view. You do not want to be on all of them, um, yeah. unless you have 
uh, you know, staff and and all the rest of it that can uh, that can manage it all. Yeah, you, and you can repurpose a lot of stuff, obviously. So it doesn't oh, have to yeah. be a ton of work. Yeah, but you want to do something, do it properly, and then take yeah. the next step. So get your email, you know, build your email list. I do agree with you know everyone that says build your email list because they are right because as mm-hmm. we know, you know, your it's social medias, you yeah, social medias yeah. can be gone in a second or what they did in Australia, uh, I think it was Facebook last year. Yeah. And that was fairly catastrophic. So the Facebook and the government were having a fight over it was paying for news stories. And so right, yeah. Facebook actually got rid of the the po- all the posts for not just news organisations, but it was charities, it was bloggers, it was uh, I don't know business coaches. You name it, it was government departments. They lost mm-hmm. basic their page stayed up there, but they lost ev- all content on there. And it was fairly catastrophic for, it only happened for like, it might've been a week or two, but still, still, (laughs) if you're about, if you're about to launch and they do something like that, then, whoa. (laughs) Yeah. Especially if the whole intention was to go on Facebook and launch everything and then no Facebook. Great. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that is, and I think more and more we're all realizing that uh, social media definitely has its place within our launches and within marketing without a doubt, but I would never put all, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket, try and Mm -hmm. keep control and and build, um, build your email list and, and your direct contact as much as you possibly can. Yeah, I agree. Well, so yeah, so that's that's we, really it. It's yeah, we touched on a lot of points here. So I think, <laughs> yeah, I think people are starting to get a little bit overwhelmed there. Oh, I'm just kidding, um, I, but we did think, we did touch on a lot of good stuff. Yeah, yeah. So basically, it's people. Your differentiation, you know, know know your audience, mm-hmm. know your differentiation, your brand messaging, and your strategic planning, and that will set you up for you know for growing your business and and um and growing your launch which is very important absolutely you're talking to someone who low launches so yeah (laughs) (laughs) couldn't agree more (laughs) so thank you very much ken i want to say thank you to you because uh like i said you know it wasn't easy to get this uh, interview going so but we finally (laughs) did it and it was worth it Oh, that's good. So, yes. Yeah. So, I hope um, I hope all the information. I know there was a lot of information, but um, it's a good. It will take them down the right path, uh, yeah. and that is the case for that can they can build that into their launches. They can build that into you know other parts of their business, and um, and just all I can say is just keep taking action. Keep taking one step at a time, and then you'll actually make it. Mm-hmm. But maybe there's some links that you can provide to people um, or, you know, a way to connect with you online, obviously, so that they can learn a little bit more about this. Yeah, absolutely. So you can, I actually have my own podcast as well called Simply Standout Marketing Podcast. So you can come over, Mm -hmm. come over and find me over there and you'll find me, my website is simplystandoutmarketing.com and uh now i'm also on facebook and instagram 
that's all I'm on at the moment. And that's just simply stand up marketing. You'll find me there. So come over and join me on the website. I've got, you know, the, the marketing template and there's a few other um, downloadable resources on there as well. So uh, feel free to, to, to use those because they're things that I use in my business as well. So mm-hmm. um, I hope that's helpful. Absolutely. And we'll link up everything into the show notes so that people can click through and find everything that they need. Fantastic. All right. Well, thank you once again. And um, yeah, have a great, uh, what is it, evening in Australia. It is. It is. It's a Sunday evening, actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank no. you once again. No worries. Thanks for that, Ken. Thank you. And thank you for everybody listening in. And we'll catch up again next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Now, if you like this episode, I would really appreciate if you left a review over on iTunes. And secondly, head on over to Instagram and connect with me at Ken Westgar. That's K-E-N-W-E-S-T-G-A-A-R-D. And drop me a DM and tell me all about your launch. And I'll catch you in the next episode.